Hi, and, hi, and welcome to Tuesday Night Chats and Tell It Like It Is program with Dr. B. Baker. And as you know, that would be me. Uh, I'm going to start out with a shout out thanking um, Diane Murphy for something. You know, yesterday morning, uh, my technical staff, uh, technical people, uh, my daughters, you know, um, Pastor Lanzine, well, it's, it was Lanzine that I called on, and then Crystal, you know, and neither one of them answered. I needed help. I needed technological help. But, you know, I think through Crystal's mother, Diane Murphy, she came on, and when she came on and let me know that I could be her, whatever it was she said, whatever, any rate, the people muted. So I wanted to, to thank you for being on time. You know, thank you for being there because the technical staff was not there. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate it, okay? And they need to also, okay? Any rate, tonight we're gonna, uh, we're gonna start out in prayer. Father, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over myself, over every person that will hear, that will hear this call, uh, whether it be um, on one of the, the media things or the phone, however it is. I, uh, no matter what country you're in, the blood of Jesus be over you in protection. I um, protect, I pray that the protection of what you hear and how you hear uh, will change your life. Uh, as it as it it is supposed to, because the Word of God does that. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'm going to start out talking about something. You know, on Sunday, probably this morning in prayer, and all of this. And in the '90s, the actually the '80s and the '90s, I did a lot of teaching on end time, uh, the prophetic word as far as uh, the Word of God goes. And the Lord reminded me of something this, this afternoon, I think it was. He reminded me of a dream that I had. And in this dream, I was on the stage with a lot of ministers, a lot of big name ministers. I don't know what it was that was going on, but there was a, a giant group of people in the audience and so many people on stage. I mean, you know, if I'd named the people that I saw, you would know all of them. And I went to one and I gave him, I said, this is what I'm seeing and this is what we need to talk about. And this is what needs to be done. And he says, and, and I, went, I went to a number of them and they all said the same thing. They all said, no, you say it or get one of those over there to say it because they have a small church, they have all of this. And if I did that, then the people would leave. And I'm not messing with the people leaving or, you know, in other words, I'm not messing with my finances. I'm not messing with any of those things. And the Lord brought this back up to me today because, uh, um, you know, I don't know how many weeks ago it was or whatever, but he started uh, me to start to delve into where we are in time. And on Sundays, uh, in, in our church on Sunday, one of the things that he had me to do was to take the Bible take the uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and uh, where we are now and it's um, um, uh, talking about the seven-year tribulation and to do some comparisons. Well, I only got to opening it up as to what it was I was going to do, but the only part I really got to was comparing the Declaration of Independence with uh, the book of Genesis and showing these things. I mean, in this is going to come slavery and it's going to come 
um, uh, the progressive movement, and all of these things. All of these things will come in. But what I want to do is to stir us up with letting us know where we are in time. I'm here to tell you, Jesus is coming soon. The Bible says in Matthew 24, Jesus talks, Jesus says, they ask him, what is the sign of your coming? I mean, what's going to be the sign and all of this? And he says, people are going to be, um, uh, it's going to be as it was in the days of Noah. Uh, Daniel said how fast and everything things were going to be going. Revelation said, and the book of, uh, of Romans talks about how people were going to be lovers of themselves, how they were, uh, that uh, their debasement and all of this was going to grow and grow. There was going to be a, um, a separation. There was going to be um, uh, a lot of turmoil on the earth. And a whole lot of that stuff is going on. Number one, <laughs> don't want, uh, this is not to frighten you, okay? And he told me when I teach this, he says, teach it with joy. So, uh, which is not hard for me, okay? Because I know where I'm going. I'm going on up, you know, not to the east side, <laughs> but I'm going on up when Jesus comes, okay? But I want to take as many people with me as possible, and I know that you do also, otherwise you wouldn't be watching this program. Well, we talked about uh, the speed of how fast things are going, uh, you know, in the air, on, on ground, how uh, most of the roads, I know in Europe already, uh, Sweden and all of these different places, that their roads are already being changed to uh, cellular roads, not like the cellular thing you guys have on your houses, but uh, cellular roads so that the types of cars, can the people can have them driven themselves, uh, everything can be tracked. They're letting it be known that this is safer. You won't have to go through potholes. You won't have to deal with the snow. You won't have to deal with anything. And the Bible also says that people would change times and seasons, okay? Times and, and seasons. Not only the time, I mean, there's two or three different types of times and seasons. But in this, they would change. So snow, you don't have to deal with anymore. That's a natural part of things. But you don't have to deal with that anymore. Everything is to be convenient. All of that. And... We know that people are being tracked everywhere you are. We also talked about all the different technology. Technology is great and everything, but if you have a smart TV, a smartphone, if you've got a smart anything, you're being tracked every place you go. You say, well, I'm not going to be, be tracked, but you already are. You know, and if you guys <clears throat> choose to run down there and buy that, uh, those G5 phones, when they come out, or probably they're already out, and you go down and do that, you're going to be in worse shape than you were before because not only are they, they tracking you and not only are the phones already hearing everything you have to say, but there's another part, another part in it. It's, it's, um, um, it, it's, uh, it, oh, what, what is this? Hologram type phones and the interaction and thing. And what it's doing is taking all of your information, everything that you do, everything that you say, all the different pictures that are being taken. All of the different Facebook pictures y'all put on there. All of y'all Facebook stuff. All of y'all Facebook. I mean, these people can track you anywhere you go already because y'all giving them everything. You told them what you do, how you do it, when you do it, why you do it, uh, you know, uh, what kind of personality you have, all of these different things. So they can make a clone of you at any time or a hologram. Okay, we got through that. But the technology, uh, the technology with the genetics is one of the dangerous parts. This is really uh, one of the parts that I want to talk about tonight uh, before I, I take all these questions. Uh, and it's this, okay? 
The Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be in this time, the time of the coming of the Lord. Okay, well, most people don't know about how it was in the days of Noah. I'm going to read some. I'm going to do a lot of reading tonight, but not the way I did last time. It's going to be, well, of course, it wouldn't be the same way because I don't have the same information. So, okay. All right, here it is. Uh, okay, I want to read you this one little part here. Okay, let's do a no on that. Okay. Uh, this is Enoch 6, 1, uh, 1 and 2, and then 7, um, 1 through 6. Okay. And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied uh, that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, the children of the heavens, saw and lusted after them. And they said to one another, Let us choose us wives from among the children of men and begat us children. And they became pregnant and brought forth giants. And when the children, and when men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against birds and beasts and reptiles and fish and to devour one another's flesh and drink the blood. Then uh, the earth laid uh, uh, accusation against the lawless ones, okay? Uh, this is just a part of it. One of the things of it is, is that they, uh, they change the, the, the genetic codes of, 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 uh, of, of women, of mankind. Why was that? Because here was an angelic being. Here was another being that was not natural that had sex with that. And so therefore they changed that genetic code. And when the Bible said that uh, Noah found favor with the Lord, it just meant what he's saying is that Noah did not have any of those other DNA in him. Because if Noah had have had that, then Noah couldn't have even been saved. So we know that God says, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be when the Son of Man returns. So therefore, I'm going to show you where we are in time. And, and we're, going to, we're going to delve into this, not all of it tonight, because you'd be here until tomorrow, and i got things to do. So uh, we're not going to, I mean, we're not going to do that. And I know y'all ain't going to sit up and watch me all night. Okay. So... Um, uh, uh, here was one of the things that happened. So we're looking at time. We're looking where things are right now. Okay. The, I talked about the CRISPR-Cas9. And I let you know what that is. That is the ability for uh, uh, a SNP. At, you know how they used to say, you know, you can go in and, and, and have a, a, a vasectomy. Yeah, is that what men have when they get that little SNP and, and clip? Is that it? Yeah, vasectomy. And it's just a little snip. Well, this is a little snip, but it's adding things into it. Okay, in China and Russia and, Cal and, and the United States and all of these places, they're already cloning animals. Uh, much of your food chain is closed. Cold. They're cloning, uh, uh, you know, uh, plants. They have talking plants now. I want you to understand that. Because what's happening right, even right now is human DNA is being put into, into not only plants, but into different kinds of animals. I was reading something. This one was really cute. I mean, it wasn't cute. It was, it was sick. Okay. 
you think that it's not dangerous times, listen to this. And why somebody would want to do this, I really don't know. Here it is that there is a lion, L-I-O-N, fish, which means that someone has changed the DNA of this fish and put lion uh, DNA in it. And um, uh, uh, Dury sent me this, this uh, animal and, and, and um, uh, culinary book and whatever it is. And I'm looking through the article and stuff and I run across this article and I'm saying, okay, and being a chef and having cooked stuff and all of these things, I'm looking and I'm saying, oh, no, no, no. There are many different fish species, just as, what it, just as it was when the days of Lot uh, I mean, uh, in the days of Noah, just as it was then, they're changing the DNA even of the fish. You think that you're eating wild salmon many times. You're not eating wild salmon. You're eating a, a artificial, a, a genetically altered sal uh, salmon, an artificially, uh, an artificial salmon because it's not even salmon. It has other things in it and it can't get into the wild because if it does, now listen to this. If any of these clones get into the wild, they will kill off the natural things because they're unnatural. They have uh, um, parts in them that will affect that, okay? And, and what happens is this, they change. I mean, here, these things are mutating. They change the way that things are made and it's eternal. I mean, it's going on forever. And you say, oh, okay, well, that's okay because it's, it's animals. Well, it's in chicken, it's in your beef, it's in your pig, it's in all of those different things. And here's something that, uh, and if you want to look it up, you can look it up from the Scientist magazine. Okay, I told you I'm, I'm a scientist, so I look at these things, okay? In, uh, in 2016, right before Mr. Obama went out of office, he did something. And, and what he did was he, um, he, uh, he uh, made it so that he was, um, he, he was on the science, uh, on the science uh, people so that they could have it so that there could be a three-parent babies. This was one of the things. Mitochondrial replacement therapy raises important social uh, and ethical concerns, but should be embraced for its utility in preventing disease. In 2015, the U.S. Congress banned the use of gene editing techniques, such as CRISPR, for the creation of genetically modified human embryos. President Obama also signed into law a policy that precludes modification of human uh, germline. But, okay, uh, an unresolved issue with Congress's ban and President Obama's law is whether they encompass the mitochondria replacement therapy, the M MRT, a procedure that allows women with mitochondrial disease to give birth to unaffected children by inserting a nucleus from one of her eggs into uh, an incubated egg from, from another, uh, I mean, uh, uh, in, in, anyway, a, an egg that came from another woman with a healthy mito mitochondria, followed by vitro, uh, uh, vitro fertilization. Okay, uh, it, it's a whole article in there. But in other words, what has happened is this. He's saying, uh, we don't want you to make total humans, but we want you to be able to, to do what it is that you want to do with these so that we can have uh, designer babies. You think people are not doing this all the time. Uh, and the next step is this. 
uh, option, uh, opinion, should human-animal uh, um, chimeras be, be granted personhood? Okay? Now listen to this. Should human-slash-animal chimeras be granted uh, personhood, determining which products of advanced bio uh, biotechnology are deserving the legal protection is essential in our own society, uh, our own social uh, architecture. There are several emerging bio, uh, biometrics that raise ethical questions regarding the definition of personhood. One of these innovations uh, is extra xeno uh, transplantation which uses gene editing, CRISPR-Cas9, the stem cell technology to create, now listen to this, human pig or, or human sheep, Crimea, uh, Crimeas, that can, that can grow human organs for ta uh, transplantation. While most people understand that pigs growing human livers and kidneys could save lives. There is a ethical fear that these technologies may generate animals that incorporate human cells into their brains or sex organs. Now listen to that. Here it is. <laughs> it is the same kind of thing. What is happening in our society? And oh, I mean, I, I just got to read you this. This is interesting. Okay. In Europe, in the UK, they have decided that three-parent uh, that, that, that three-parent technology can be used. Um, okay, Anglican Church in England said the idea was not safe or ethical, not uh, not least because it involved the destruction of embryos. Now. Okay, when they when 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 they make another when they do a um, uh, uh, when they do a, a dog when they they uh, transplant uh, embryos into a dog where they are going to clone that dog. Sometimes they have to go through sixty or seventy, maybe even more uh, dogs in order to get one thing. Where is the animal rights people on that? I mean, you know, it's like they're killing these things. You don't know how they're treating them. You don't know what they care. A lot of this is going on in China, but it's also going on here, okay? Other groups, including Human Genetics Alert, say the move would open the door for further genetic modification of children in the future, so-called designer babies, genetically modified for beauty, intelligence, or to be free of disease. Conservative lawmakers, Fiona, uh, lawmaker Fiona Bruce said, it would amount to letting the genetic, uh, uh, the genie out of the bottle. Where will it lead? The answer has to be that we stop here. The answer has to be that we say this is our red line in our country and as in every other country in the world that we will not cross, she says, during the debate. It didn't work. Okay, because they passed it. Okay, President Obama pushes FDA to allow scientists, now here it is, to create uh, three parent embryos. As I said, you can find this on uh, the Science Magazine. Uh, okay, you don't have to be a scientist to get it. 
Okay, pro-abortion, President Barack Obama made a move this week. It was the same time that this was coming out, which um, was, uh, oh, this article is 20, uh, okay, it, it's 2016. Okay, made, uh, um, pro-abortion pro President Barack Obama made a move this week that brings to light his support for scientific research involving the destruction of human life to create a three-parent embryos. Pro-life U.S. Congressman Chris Smith's office told Life News that the president removed pro-life embryo protection language from the proposed 2017 budget that was released on Tuesday. It was, it was done then, but it was the budget for 2017, right? The language introduced by U.S. Representative Robert Alderholt, a, a Republican from Alabama, is essential to protecting living human embryos from destruction, according to Smith's office. They told Life News um, Chairman Alderholt include, uh, included language in the FY16 Ambias uh, uh, Agricultural Appropriations that prevents the FDA from approving the genetic modification of human embryos, such as the creation of the three parent embryos. The language is needed because the proposed technique for genetic alteration of human embryos mutilate, uh, I mean, uh, um, uh, man, uh, manipulate young human life, create new individuals as experiments, and destroy human embryos in the process of the experiments. In other words, these human, uh, these, these embryos are used and they keep using them and using them and they, 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 they keep practicing with them. Do you realize that what we have done, and this is all what I'm talking about, now the Bible tells you these things are going to happen. All of these things, and they said keep watching when you see all of these things, watch up because your redemption draws nigh. I want to make sure that the people that holler, I'm saved, I'm saved, I want to know if you, you want to make sure that you're saved to something, that your heart is on fire. See, because Jesus said, see, we got to remember all these things that say, once saved, always saved, you know, all of this kind of stuff. But he said something different. He said that there was going to be a great falling away. He also said that he would spew uh, uh, lukewarm people out of his mouth. You don't need to be walking around lukewarm. You need to be hot. I mean, you know, you need to be hot. You know how you get hot for them people out there? You need to get hot for Jesus, you know, and, and then tell everybody that you can about it because I'm telling you, Jesus is coming soon. If, if, if what it is is this. Okay, I have this picture also of this, this, um, this womb, this man-made womb that has everything that a man, that a womb needs until now, and pods, they have pods now, that you can watch your baby grow. You can take it to work. You see, it doesn't, you don't have to lose your shape. You know, you can go head on. You don't have to be bothered with the messy kind of a thing. You can just have uh, uh, your sperms put into there. And that what they do is put it all in this bag. And then you feed it this green stuff. There's a there's a, a place for in the pod. You just put that green stuff in there. And you can watch it grow just like a plant. 
just like a plant. That's what we think of humans. And all of these freak babies that they're making, what do you think they're doing with them? All of these experiments, okay? I'm going to take a few more minutes with this before I get to questions, or maybe more than a few minutes. The scientific community in the United States has made it clear it would like to create genetically modified human embryos, recently releasing a report that advises the FDA to move forward with approving these controversial technologies. The only safeguard against the FDA action in favor of genetically modifying human embryos is Alderholt's provision. While Alderholt's provision is in the federal budget protecting young human life from its genetic experiments in 2016, but the president's actions uh, he threatened or uh, uh, the, the money wasn't there for 2017. So what do you think happened? What do you think the president, uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, what's the president's name? President Trump? Yeah, President Trump walked into. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Obama slashing of the pro-life provision comes just a week after a committee of scientists and, and ethicists recommended that the FDA approve the three parent embryo technique for use in veto fertilization in the United States. These techniques are genetically, are genetic engineering, genetic engineering. Get this now, because you haven't heard about the, 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 the AI, you know, the artificial intelligence that they're mixing human DNA with those. You see what, uh, uh, what they want stronger, faster. You remember how Steve, uh, uh, how the, the $6 million man and then the $6 million woman and then all of these different things that are being seen that you think are science fiction, but they're not. All of these things, there was one movie where they were just having, they had this plant place and they were just, they were just building babies, just doing them, doing them. Why is that? Because what's happening is this, every nation wants an army of non-humans because they don't have to feed it they don't have to clothe it. They don't have to do any of these things. But what they're doing is they're messing with they're messing with what God has already created. And when you do that, you end up getting something that's going to turn on you. Now, this is in the process. This is the reason that I'm telling you this. Jesus is coming back soon. And what's going on is that all of these things are being prepared for what's going to happen in the seven-year tribulation. And, and, and all of that, you see, because there is going to be a total destruction. Why will there be so many people? I kept wondering, why is it that there's going to be so many people that die? Because a lot of these people are not real people. They're not real people. But they have taken the DNA that God created and put it in something, in an animal, in a plant, in a talking flower, so your flower can talk to you? They already have hologram girlfriends and, and boyfriends in, 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 in China. They already have people uh, 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 with, with artificial lovers. All of these different things. Jesus is coming soon. Okay, let me finish this great stuff to you. Okay, um, these, techni these techniques are, uh, are genetic engineering. They create embryos with... Uh, with general material from three, uh, genetic material from three people. Both are gene line modifications, meaning they will pass on to further generations 
by any female children made with these procedures. Do you see that this is, and, 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 okay, here we already have these laws and things saying uh, people don't want to circumcise their children. Why? Well, they don't want to circumcise them because they may get mad at me later. Uh, uh, they don't want to do certain things because they may get mad at them later. They will be able to, you will be able to genetically decide what, whether this child you want, throw that egg away, I don't want that one. I want this blonde person, I want these blue eyes, I want them to have this kind of intelligence, I want them to have this, I want them to be tall, I want them to be strong, give them extra muscles, give them all of that. I mean, it's like ordering a meal. Ordering a meal. Because people want their children. And so what do you think is going to happen to all you black people, all you Mexicans, all you, uh, 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 many of you Asians, okay? People that they deem, this is nothing more than another form of eugenics. We talk about what Hitler did. Well, what, what Hitler did, Hitler did, but then when we were judging him, when we were judging the, 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 uh, the people for the atrocities that they did there, they're saying, why can you do this to us when you got this from you? I meant this eugenic thing, we got it from you. There's always been, always been a, 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 a people that says we are superior and everyone else is inferior. I'm trying to tell you, if you think, many of the people that are a part of this think they're going to be a part of it. And what's going to happen when somebody thinks that this is funny? They go ahead, uh, uh, do this thing because it's CRISPR-Cas9. I mean, a person, anybody can, can get it. It's not that expensive. They let you know that in, on, 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 uh, online, that it's not very expensive, that anybody can play with it. In fact, they have, they have, uh, um, um, tutorials on how to work them. Okay. Let's just take a scenario. Here, your friend, your kid goes to college. They go out with some friends and the friends decide, I, I think this would be funny. I wonder what he would look like as a wolf. I wonder what he would look like as a girl. Let's have him be a boy girl. Let's have this, see what this girl would look like with a beard. Let's see this. And then they insert this stuff. I mean, you know people do it. They do things for prank. Let's prank them. And with the minds and things that people have, I told you about the, the, uh, uh, the articles that I saw uh, uh, it was a C-SPAN thing where, uh, I, I forget the lady's name, the Hispanic lady that's all, that, that's really weird, that does all this weird stuff that's, uh, 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 in, in the House of Representatives and, and, and all of that. Here it was on her thing when they had this, this, this meeting on Greenpeace, on, on the Green Movement and all. Here it was that there was someone stood up. We have to start eating the babies. We have to eat the babies. The greenhouse gas, all of these gases. You guys are using, I mean, this is the way she was talking. You guys are using up all of these things. You're wasting this. And all of these people sat there and watched her. Nobody said anything. And finally, she kept saying, we have to eat the babies. We have to eat the babies. She had the shirt on. You have to eat the babies. You can't let them live. You have to eat the babies so that things can change. And uh, as we talked about, I don't know whether it was the Holy Spirit talking about it in prayer this morning or, or whatever it is, then this was another sign. This was another part of it. But I'm going to keep reading for you for a few minutes. Okay, uh, um, 
The president's push for the three-parent embryo research should be of no, as no surprise. He also supports the funding for life-destroying embryo uh, stem cell research and abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. U.S. researchers say he's ready to start for uh, four. Okay, U.S. research. U.S. researchers say he, uh, researcher says he's ready to start four pregnancies with three parent embryos. Researcher at Columbia University in New York has created embryos create, containing genetic material from three people that are ready to be used in, uh, uh, used, uh, in them to start pregnancies. Dietrich, Dietrich Inge, uh, assistant professor, professor of developmental cell biology at Columbia said his team had, has used a controversial technique called mitochondria replacement therapy to make embryos for four female patients. Egali is using the genome editing tool, CRISPR, in embryos in an effect to repair certain disease causing genetic mutations. Mary Darnowski, executive director of the Center for Genetic and Society in Berkeley, worries that allowing this kind of heretical alteration could open the door to genome editing in eggs, sperms, or embryos. I think it's clearly a warm-up for germane editing, she said. Here it is. She's, she's warning people. Here it is. She's one of the people that helped to bring this thing forward, but she's warning people. This is a dangerous place we're in. Jesus is coming soon. This is not to scare you. What this is is to let you know. You know, we don't want to be sleeping. We don't want to be like the ten virgins, like the five virgins that were not prepared. We need to tell everybody we know that this is no joke. But I want to equip you. I want to give you. This is the reason that I let you know where all of this information and stuff is coming from. It's readily available online. All of these things. The things with the pigs. The things with, with uh, uh, the, the womb sacs. That you can actually. That right now. That, that, that sheep are being uh, 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 created. From, I mean not created. Are being uh, uh, cloned from this. Or coming out from this. And they're using the womb sac. And so now people are saying, I don't have to worry about being pregnant. I don't have to lose my shape. We don't have to do this. We can go ahead and do this. And we can carry this pod with us anywhere. Carrying a pod with a baby? It's not human anyway. It's not human anymore. When you start to do this, how much do you have to change in order so it's you're not human? When we start... Well, you, you understand, you know, well, I just need, I just need new, a new breast. I need, I need, I need bigger this. I need, I need to do this. And, and one of the things that they're talking about now, they're not going to have to do these things from the outside in. They're doing it from an inside out job. Now, what does that sound like? What does that sound like? Where does God work? God works from the inside out. And so what's happening now 
is there's tech there's technology that can be put on the inside of you and can work all of these things out that can grow you extra this grow you extra that grow you extra this grow all of these extra things and and do whatever it is that you need so you can be bigger faster and 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 maybe even sterile because they don't know how it works but they're zooming ahead why because everybody wants to be the first here it is, China wants to, uh, this Chinese doctor, they already got this saber-toothed tiger that they wanna, that they wanna bring back. A saber-toothed tiger? Do you realize? And then they wanna mix this, this gene with this. They wanna have a leopard, uh, 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 uh cheetah or a leopard something. And I mean, all of these things, do you realize that if these animals get loose, and then they want to put DNA, they, they, they want to create them, they want to put human DNA in them so that they can think, so that they can rationalize. I mean, you know, I hope they use some of these scientists as DNA because they're not very rational. Are, are you, are you hearing this? I mean, this is, this is real. Okay. <laughs> okay. A research team in Tokyo is working on growing baby goats in what can only be described as an artificial womb. Within this unit, the babies are given oxygenated blood through tubes that are similar to an umbilical cord. The babies also exist and grow within a liquid similar to amniotic fluid that is kept at a necessary body temperature to sustain the baby. The environment is made as similar to that of the mother's womb as possible. So, is this just the beginning? Is this, if this research is successful, uh, can't it be just a matter of time before a human baby is created in the same way? It's already happening. Now some say, some could say, this is like playing God, and maybe we shouldn't go there. But there are some advantages to this technology coming about. Think about it. Women who want to have a child and could, and can create the egg, but can't carry a child due to health problems. With this sort of technology, that, uh, there, with this type of technology, they can one day have the chance that a surrogate mother wouldn't be necessary for the couple to have a baby. They could just have a baby. But is it a baby? <laughs> this isn't the first time that technology has helped to make new advancements in fertility. See, now, now they're, making you, uh, they're making you think that how normal this is. There was a time when a child was born way too premature had little chance of survival and now thanks to modern innovation incubators the survival rate has become greater super super duper i have a, i have two grandchildren that were premature thank you jesus for the incubator but that is not putting that stuff in them do you understand there is a difference there is a difference in keeping something alive that is human that came out of someone and, uh, uh, and, and, and doing something so that you're creating something that you said has the long lifespan. How do you know? Oh no, we can do the DNA, we can do the DNA test and we can test to see what kind of genes these are. Okay. Here we are. They're testing for IQ. 
What is really a IQ? Intelligence quota. What does that mean? According to who? According to who? And 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 an IQ test doesn't prove anything. Now they're having social tests, social uh, 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 SQ, social co uh, quotient. How well you blend in with everyone. And so what's happening is is that they're making cookie cutter people. Because everybody wants this, everybody wants the brilliant. Okay, they got extra brilliant in theirs. I want extra in mine. I want this one to be extra. So what's going to happen to the people that are not? What's going to happen is that you are going to be the workers for those that are. Again, and this this uh, uh, you, you know the testing is only about a hundred thousand dollars. This is only about this much. This is only about this much. And oh, let me read you this. This is really interesting here. Okay. I don't have a whole lot more to go on this reading. Okay, there is a time when performing surgery while the child is uh, while the child is still within the womb wasn't possible, but now baby surgery is done. These innovations, along with fertilization and the embryo outside the womb, also started in a lab. These are now becoming more common, commonly done, uh, and there could come a time when having the option to grow a baby within the artificial womb is also considered common to people. Artificial wounds, the coming era of motherless births. That's what, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, it's called ectogenetics, a term cloned uh, coined by J.B.S. Hardin in 1924, 1924, a hugely influenced science uh, popularizers, uh, uh, Haldeen did, did from his generation what Carl Sagan did later in his century. Carl Sagan, okay. He got people thinking and talking about implementations of science and technology on our civilization and did not shy away from the inventing new words in order to do so. New words, new ideas. Describing ectogenesis uh, as pregnancy occurring in an artificial environment from fertilization to birth. Haldine predicted that by 2074, this would account for more than 70% of human births. His prediction may yet be on target. In discussing the idea with, uh, 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 discussing the idea in his work, Damalias, a reference to the inventor in the Greek mythology who, through his invention, strived to bring humans to the level of gods. Haldane, Haldane uh, was diving into issues of his time, namely eugenics and the first widespread debate over con contraception and population control. It's about population control. Where are we on the road to ectogenics right now? To begin, the process has definitely been rapid over the last 20, 30 years. In the mid-1990s, Japanese investors, I mean, investigators succeeded in maintaining goat babies for weeks in, in, in a machine containing artificial embryonic fluid. Okay, at that time, at the same time, the recent decades have seen rapid advancement in um, uh, neonatal intensive care that is pushing back the minimum gestation age for which a human babies can be kept alive. Okay, abortion is rampant, 
but now you want to make babies. Why do you want to kill off these so the people will have a need to have these? Are, 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 are you hearing? Can you hear the insanity in this? How many babies, uh, how many babies a day? And then here it is. Well, they can have this. How many babies a day? How many babies an hour are being murdered? And then they're talking about doing this. Why is that? Why is it? Do you think that it's just wanting to deal with what God is? I want to be God so that I can make God know that I don't need that God, that I'm God myself. Okay, today it's possible for a preterm baby to, to survive when removed from the mother at the gestational age of slightly less than 22 weeks. That's only a little, uh, that's only a little more than halfway through the pregnancy, normally 40 weeks. And while uh, rescuing an infant delivered at the time of early point requires sophistication, expensive equipment, and care, the capabilities continues to uh, to increase. The yeah, the capabilities continues to increase. Uh, a comprehensive review published in the New York Academy of Sciences three years ago highlighted a series of uh, achievements by various researcher groups. Uh, ex vitro out of body uterus um, environments to support uh, mentalism babies uh, early in, in pregnancy. The convergence of these technologies will make it possible to transfer a developing human into a system that includes the placenta and the umbilical cord and supplies all the consumable oxygen and food and remove all waste directly from the bloodstream. An artificial womb may sound futuristic, and in Haldane's time, this may have been supported by uh, uh, supported by a uh, perception that realizing the technology would go together with controlling the birth rate. Okay, I'm not getting this. You, are you seeing this? Controlling the birth weight, rate and eugenics by controlling which humans. Now listen to this which humans come to life. Thus, which genetic traits get passed down to future populations? This is what it's all about. This is a whole lot of what it's all about. I have uh, one more page to read to you. Yep. And then if I can show you some pictures, I'll show it to you. While social uh, conservatives might be uh, receptive about what an, I mean, uh, yeah, about what an artificial uterus might do to the abortion paradigm. Make no mistakes, they'll probably not be happy that the technology also stands to make it much easier for a male gay couple to have babies. All they need is an egg donor. No more need for a surrogate mother to take the embryo into her uterus and carry it 40 weeks. That's easier what, how that's easier for any gay couple in terms of practicality, waiting periods, and money. The same thing goes for transgender people wishing to have a baby. The movement of technology from research to clinic is inevitable. Uh, a picture of the pod. Pods like this. It was on a program, but it's actually real. 
You can take your little pot anywhere. Yep, you can feed it. All of it. I'll read <laughs> Genetically engineered babies are, uh, babies are born like a potter's clay. The birth of genetically engineered children have been confirmed. We are told that two babies were born with a gene that may be a factor in the HIV infection removed with the HIV factor removed. What good that does the babies in a, is a huge question. We're, uh, worse, the gene may have, have other important biological purposes that will now be impeded. For example, I saw one story that indicated the girls may now be more susceptible to flu infections. In short, these babies were used as an experiment fodder to allow the researcher to become the first scientist to genetically uh, to, to genetically engineer babies. So this is where we are in time. And if I have time after I answer these questions, I'll, I'll read you some more. Okay, the first question is related to this, so I'm going to... How would we know uh, when it goes so... F oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I got two questions, sorry. First question, what could happen to relationship between mother and child um, incubated in artificial wombs? Okay, number one, there is no relationship, okay? There is no mother carrying this child. It is, a, a, it, it's, a, it's a plastic. They'll have more uh, intimacy with the piece of plastic than they will a parent because uh, what happens is this: in 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 um, a, a mother carrying a child, there is that there is that bonding. There is many times. I mean, many times. Sometimes there's freak accidents, so that you don't have anything going with the child you have. But there's not that uh, there's not that human touch. This baby, this 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 uh, um, this thing that's born outside the womb is not is not a baby. They will be called that, but it's not a baby. What it is is an ornament. And uh, I'm sorry, but it'll have it'll look like one, but it's not. It's just like a clone pig. Is not. A, it is. They, they don't know what the what what what's going on in that. Here's the real. So in other words, it's like I want to make an, another identity of the same thing, and and that's impossible. You know what they're saying is okay. So where are the fingerprints going to come from? You see, here's the difference. Here's the thing. Every set, every human has different uh, different fingerprints, and it depends on the father and the mother. Now, here's this third party. Here's this third. Here's this 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 uh, uh, this this egg with all these different things in it. It's not going to come out right. So there is no bonding. So how would we know when it goes so far? There is no longer a spirit in the mutated human. Number one, when you change anything, when you change any of the DNA, you change what God intended. So it ceases to be a human and it becomes a crimea. It becomes something different. It becomes a man-made thing. It may look like a human. It may act, like a, act a little bit like a human, but it can't be because God has already said how humans come forth. Next question. 
not related to this, so. Ask the question. Okay. Um, I've heard you say you can only receive from a person you honor and respect. Mm -hmm. I found myself in a situation where I thought I did honor and respect. However, at times when I talk to uh, certain people um, or they're telling me something, I can feel myself close off. How do I begin to honor them again? Okay, everything that we do is a choice. What I honor, what I don't. I have to deal with who I am. And then one of the things of it is, is I ask myself, what is it that's going on with me? Most of the time it's jealousy or it's envy or whatever it is, is uh, it has, uh, you know, something has happened that has made, that challenged your beliefs challenge where it is that you are and anything that challenges me I'm going to look at it and say I don't want to hear that I don't want to hear that but one of the things of it is is this in this day and hour this is something that we have to be very careful about and the reason I say we have to be very careful is because what happens is this what you cease to honor what you cease to to respect this that's probably where your answer is that's probably where your breakthrough is and so the thing is is that the adversary wants to come in and, and uh, uh, block you and you have to understand that it's a blocking thing and you got to be like this this um, uh, whatever it is a football player that just says I'm knocking down everybody and I'm getting to the goal post or wherever it is that they get to go to I don't know I don't watch football but I know that they hit people to get able to go to where they're going so we got to hit that emotions within ourselves to say no I'm not going to do this because my answer is there my answer is there my answer is there and then you, you go to God and you just decide, okay, I submit to you. See, it's, it's a lack of submission to God. And uh, the day that I can't honor someone else, if I can't honor a prostitute, if I can't honor a pimp, if I can't honor something, then what I'm saying is this, I'm not honoring God because God honors that. God honors that person. He may not honor what they do, but he honors that person. So I have to look at it and see how submitted am I to God. If I'm not submitted to God, then I can't submit myself to be who it is that I need to be there. Does that help? It was God's answer, so I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> Any other questions? Yes. When someone tries to physically assault me because they are offended at whatever I said, what do I do? What do you mean try to physically assault you? Somebody hit you? Physically assault is what they say. If they hit you, hit them back. <laughs> okay. It's real simple. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. I'm just letting you know. Uh, my cheek will be turned. <laughs> I'm going to turn that cheek, but I'm, I'm going to turn yours at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, next. Number two. When I hear something negative about me on social media, my heart begins to pump faster than normal because it angers me even when I don't want to be angry. What should I do? Stop looking at social media. I don't read what people say about me. I do not read it. <laughs> Unless I want to have a good laugh. Stop reading social media. It, it's, that is so simple. I mean, just stop it. You know, one of my mentors, and, and I used to travel with Mike Murdoch and uh, a, a couple of places and ministered at his place and just, uh, you know, whatever. At any rate, he said something. He told people, don't you ever 
bring me a newspaper. Don't you ever bring me any kind of article about me. I don't read it. And then he, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do it either. I noticed that many ministers say, uh, well, what did you think about what they wrote about you? I didn't read it. You want to read it? No, I don't want to read it. You know, I could care less about what somebody else says about me. And if, if I want to, you know, uh, so, uh, I would just say, don't look at it. If someone plays a prank and sneaks up behind me and scares me, I may, I may not jump entirely, but my heart starts pumping fast. How can I stop that from happening? Okay, number one is this. Um, I do a submitting myself to God. You know, the, the Bible tells me that God has not given me a spirit of fear. Uh, but a faith and love and a sound mind or whatever it is anyway, but he's given me a sound mind and um, you know, I walk uh, the, the, the way that I carry myself I'm walking until I'm aware of what's around me. I'm aware on the left. I'm aware of this if you think that you're getting frightened by things one of the things to do is to uh, definitely uh, be more aware of what's going on around you and number two you gotta start to speak to yourself you gotta start to speak about this if you expect to be scared by something somebody does you know then you're 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 putting yourself in a vulnerable situation so uh, I would speak to myself I would speak the Word of God to myself and I would prepare myself number one is this because if you're afraid of somebody coming up behind you, then more and more people are going to start to come up behind you. So I would speak to myself and I would tell myself what it is that I'm expect, what it is that will happen, and I will be alert and I'm going to be on, on, on guard and all of those types of things. So I would talk to myself. I would talk to myself the Word of God. I would find appropriate words for that. And I would cover myself with that before I go out my house, before I do anything. That's what it is that I would do. The second part was, I just want to learn to be calm in all situations. Well, you speak that to yourself. I am calm. I am in good health. I am calm in all situations. Nothing stirs me. God told me to be anxious for nothing, and I ain't anxious for nothing. In all of my ways to keep my eyes put on him, I keep my eyes on him, and so I walk in peace. I walk in peace. I carry peace. I slush around in peace. I mean, I'm so peaceful that peace is looking how to be peaceful for me. Okay, the next thing is how to respond to getting in trouble at a job, like having to talk to a supervisor and how to respond to the supervisor. Number one, you get in trouble with a supervisor, you listen to what they have to say, and then you make the changes. You know, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And, um, you know, uh, thank you for that, you know. I would not go and try to start defending myself and say, I didn't do this, and this is this, and this is this. Uh, you know, if it's about my character, if it's about my who it is that I am, I would say, uh, you know what, uh, I don't see, I didn't see, I don't see me as that. Um, I, I, I differ with that, but I, I hear these other parts that you're saying, and I will conform to this. If it doesn't um, uh, come in, if, it, if, it not, if it's not contrary, to who God is in you, to your beliefs and all of these things, just go ahead and do the extra work. And then, you know, everybody gets reprimanded. It's a good thing. The next thing is how to respond to surprise bills. 
pay them. <laughs> I, I don't have surprise bills. Okay, how does respond? That, that's a very good question. Very good question. All of these are very good questions. Okay, number one, make yourself a budget. You see, many people, I don't know what it is about our society, but most people have no budgets. They don't balance their checkbooks. They don't balance their, their, their bank accounts. They don't balance anything. And they don't know what bills are meant, you know, I know what bills are due this year, this month. I know what bills are due this month. I know what this is. You know, I own a number of uh, different things that uh, uh, this, these taxes have to be paid on this. The taxes have to be paid on this. The uh, homeowners have to be paid on this. This has to be paid. Take all of your bills, look at them, and then uh, uh, put them on a calendar, a paper calendar, paper, a paper calendar. You know, you can get those, you can get those for a dollar at the dollar store, okay? Uh, Nicole buys me some every year, you know, a paper calendar. Anyway, and uh, write those things down and you won't have a surprise. Uh, if it's a surprise on the amount of the bill, then, uh, you know, you should always have reserve anyway. And, you know, you just go ahead and pay it. If you can't pay it at that particular time, immediately call the people and say, this is what I'm going to do. You don't ask them. You say, this is what I'm going to do. This was uh, not in my budget this way. So this is how I'm going to take care of this. And I guarantee you, you give that to them with kindness and all of that kind of stuff, they'll accept it. Okay. Get it? <clears throat> so once the genetically engineered person, so once that person is genetically engineered, can they go to heaven? No, they're not human. No, that's why I'm warning you. Stay away from the mess. He says, only the pure in heart. Only. Okay. As it was in the days of Noah. And we're going to get into that. We're going to really talk about as it was in the days of Noah. Anything modified... Okay, do you understand? Genetically modified, snipping of your DNA, having it so that here it is, you're not who it is that he created you to be. You're another person. You are not that same person. You are not human. It is not human. Only, only humans, only those that have been created by God is, 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 is human. And I, uh, I, I told you that there's a scientist that you ask, how much of a percent does a person have to be in order that they're not uh, uh, human anymore? And I'm going to bring, I'm actually going to, um, uh, and I'll have it available as this great talk that this uh, epigenes, uh, epigenetic uh, uh, doctor that she talked about, ep epigenetist. Uh, that she talked about, and these is research and things that they're doing. And 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 uh, the the interviewer asked her, "What percentage has to be changed until you're not human anymore?" She says, "One percent, because it changes everything about you, and it starts to mutate, and all of these things. See, the, these are man-made things. Man-made things." Is that it? I don't know. Okay, here's another question. Uh, <laughs> you had not planning on getting, getting, getting worked on from the inside, was you, Krista? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I have a question too, um, because you know people alter themselves now. So is is there a then difference? That, okay, if you are not genetically, mm-hmm. genetically altered, artificially altered, I ain't talking about people being stupid, putting all them tattoos on their face, all of that, all of that other stuff, them big ears, and and just being totally ugly, and all of that. That's outside stuff. That's only flesh. But you see, when you go inside, it's not just only flesh anymore. It's changing what God said was human. There's a difference. Okay. So do blood transfusions count no. as genetically altered? No. If you have to have a blood transfusion, you have a blood transfusion. You've got human blood and, 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 and that. Okay? Okay. Let's hop in. Another question. Can these changes occur to us when we have a... <laughs> Is it a boob job or other changes? What's a boob job? A breast implant or, you know. Oh, you're talking about breasts. Yes. I don't know what boobs are because boobs are mistakes. Okay. Uh, uh, when you have a, uh, no, you can take those out. That's not genetically changing you. It's not a great thing to have a, a, a breast implant because the whole thing of it is, is that already you have a, a you know, you you have re, you have changed the structure of who it is that you are, and that false stuff that's in you can leak and it can kill you. So, okay, okay. Here's another question. Let's see. <clears throat> okay, this goes back to a different question. So it's at the. It's at it's to a point where I have been afraid to talk to them. And this goes back to the supervisor question. Um, not necessarily afraid of the interaction or supervisor. Okay, okay. Number one is this. You said fear. Okay, I told uh, what you need to do. Speak to yourself. God has not given you. Uh, Baker, God has not given you a spirit of fear. He has not given you a spirit of fear. You will not fear. The Lord is your shepherd and you will not fear. You will not. Fear has nothing to do with you. I, you will not. You see, when you decide to keep saying that you fear, what you're saying is the devil is more powerful than God in my life. There is no fear in God except the awe of God. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is the only fear that we're supposed to walk in. So even when you talk about fear, all the rest of it is totally irrelevant because when you say you have been afraid, choose not to be afraid. And you'll be able to go into anything. If you're not doing this, and if this is what it is, you will bow your knees to the adversary. You will do whatever somebody tells you to do in order so that you don't walk in fear. The Lord says this, that we are to be bold, that greater is the one that's on the inside of you than anything in the world. And when somebody's talking about they walk in fear, it's a great question. I'm liking the question. But when somebody talks about you're walking in fear and I'm fearing this, I don't care what the reason is. Whatever the reason is, you get do like Paul did. Handle yourself roughly. Bring yourself into alignment with who it is you are. God did not say this about you. I am who God says I am. I have all the faith and all the power because the greater one is on the inside of me. And I will fear nothing. I refuse to fear. I back fear down. Fear doesn't have a chance in my life. And that's the way you have to be. 
in Revelation where it said that some of the people will still deny Jesus? Are these the genetically modified people? Uh, some of all the people, the genetically modified people don't recognize that, that he is that. But many people, some of them will be those people, yes. But there will also be people that, have, that were born of flesh and blood. See? Of, of, of the human flesh that God created. Not altered human flesh. And there's many people that, that, that are denying him even right now. And those people that will even be in the, 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 um, uh, the seven year tribulation. Many of those people will deny him. And people are saying, well, I'll, I'll catch it. I'll catch it later if that's the thing. If you won't accept Jesus now, if you won't bow to what it is now when it's, it's, it's virtually easy, then you definitely aren't when, when, when things are going to come against you. Okay? Here's, uh, that was it, right? Okay. Uh, so, uh, how did this unethical experience happen? We generally permit the scientists, now listen to this, this is where we got to be strong. The scientists in the secular and self-regulated, uh, um, in this sector, to self-regulate through voluntary guidelines. We also smile at the researchers treating uh, nascent human life like potter, potter's clay. Objects, not subjects, okay? As, as if they were, uh, they were of only uh, passing, mor they're the only one that passes moral concern. They don't, they don't they're not concerned with the morals. The uh, FDA rule does, uh, does prevent implanting a genetically modified embryo into the uterus, but that's a weak read. Um, and doesn't impact the field internationally. It also doesn't prevent the preliminary research that was required to learn how to do what was done here. Not, uh, not uh, coincidentally, the Chinese research in question, uh, He Jiang Qiu, uh, now being called a rogue scientist because the dirty stuff has hit the fan, okay? claims that a U.S. academics of science, engineering, and medicine opinion led him to believe that he had the green light. That report's, uh, that, uh, that report's message was clear. It did not endorse a moratorium on, uh, uh, on, um, on CRISPR babies, as uh, some held hopes at the time. Instead, it said the opposite. Uh, the opposite gene edited children were ultimately permissible if the goal was to treat uh, a, a or prevent a serious illness. In other words, you get you make the baby and take the parts you need and then destroy the baby. Okay, uh, the whatever it is. Um, <laughs> the conclusion counters a long standing taboo on uh, making changes in genetic and uh, in, in genetically in human sperm, eggs, or embryos because such alterations would be inherited by future generations. That taboo has been in place partly because of the fears that mistakes, now listen to this, that can, mistakes could inevitably create a new disease which could then become a permanent part of the human gene pool. A scientist in Sweden has started trying to edit the DNA in, human, in healthy human embryos NPR has learned the step, by, uh, the step by the development 
uh, biologist Frederick Lanner makes him the first researcher known to attempt to modify the genes of a healthy human embryo that has been long considered taboo because of safe ethical concerns. Making changes to the DNA in human embryos could accidentally uh, introduce an error in the human gene pool. Do you see what God is trying to, what, what God is saying? You can't do this. Inadvertently creating a new disease that would be passed down from generations, uh, critics say. Um, so uh, some also worry the experiments could open the door to so-called designer babies that would let parents pick and choose the traits of their children. Um, um, Marcy uh, Dan, Dan's uh, anyway, she's Polish, uh, who heads the Center of Genetic and Society, a watchdog uh, a group based in California that supports human embryo, embryonic research, stated, the production of genetically modified human embryos is actually quite dangerous. It is a step towards attempts to produce genetically modified human beings. See, they would not be human beings. This is why Jesus is coming soon. This would be the reason for grave uh, concern. One fear is that scientists could make some kind of mistake accidentally creating a new disease that would be passed on from generations where when you're editing the gene of a human embryos, that means you're changing the genes of every, now listen to this, every cell in the body, in the bodies of every offspring every future generation of that human being, uh, Dar, Dar, Darnowski said, um, says, she, uh, so these are permanent and probably irreversible changes that we just don't know what they would mean. New test predicts uh, how smart babies will be, <laughs> will be before they're born. Nugenics screening technology can look for signs that the embryo might uh, might not be carrying might be carrying certain uh, genetic diseases or that the resulting child might have a low IQ raising grave ethical questions about the future of the pregnancy and the childbirth in other words let's get rid of it because it may have a low IQ a company called uh, Geonetic Prediction, genetic prediction now, okay, here's your psychic stuff, has developed the way to search the IVF fertilized embryos that, that's when the egg and the sperm are combined in the, in, in the lab, then transplanted into the uterus for a more complex ge uh, genetic condition than ever before. New scientists reports that new techniques could uh, genetically prediction claims makes their way into the clinics in the near future. Uh, please don't, uh, just because we can screen out less intelligent babies, don't, uh, it doesn't mean that we should or that we would. <laughs> it's worth noting that the IQ tests are actually pretty bad at measuring intelligence. The tests have long been known for, to favor rich people and many researchers believe that the high score on the IQ test really only indicates that you're capable of getting a high score on an IQ test. Ge uh, genetic prediction text 
would be able to determine whether or not an embryo shows a risk factor for certain genetic disabilities, uh, which that knowledge, uh, with that knowledge, parents would be able to make informed decisions about whether to go ahead with a pregnancy, pregnancy presumably after genetic counseling. Mm. So, to bo oh my gosh, I went longer than I normally do. Uh, to, to, to boil things down on this, I just want to let you know Jesus is coming soon. I keep saying that. And, and, and if you're not a believer, then you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I mean, we're here to help you, here to let you know about this. And if you are born again, you better get all them rotten family members and all them other people that you know and let them know that this is real. Uh, you'll be able to show them. And what we're, what we're planning on doing, what we desire to do, is to make it so that you have the information necessary to show them, okay, God showed me this. God, God, God did this. Here's the God. Here's the, this is the word of God. God said here in Genesis. He said here in, in, in Exodus. He said here in Daniel. He said here in, in Thessalonians. He said this in Matthew. He said this in Romans. He said this. And all of these things, all of these things, and, and, and this is why the flood happened, and this is why this happened. We're going to give you chapters and verse. We're going to show you that these things are in the Word of God, and that's what's coming soon on this station. So, so uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, going to, we're, we're going to do it because people need to really realize that uh, if, if God waited around much, much longer, do you know that there would not be any real humans left? coming in the next generations and all. And then there would be a whole lot of, I mean, young people already are thinking about cannibalism might not be so bad because they're being brainwashed into it. You know, uh, you know, you could probably look it up on Eat the Babies uh, on, 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 on uh, Google or somebody and, 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 and run up with that, that, that video thing. Everything that I've told you, uh, tonight about this. The, uh, the scientist uh, has this, different scientists with books and all, I mean, um, um, magazines and articles and stuff. And these are things that people say and they're proud of it. So it's not something that they're ashamed of. It's something that they're bold. It's in your face. And this is what happens when the church ceases to, to, to do her job. This is what happens when we start to back down. This is what happens when we only preach a gospel that makes people feel good. God said in these last days that people are going to look for churches and look for places because they had itching ears. They had things that wanted to make them feel good. Oh, I know I'm doing all this great, and I know I'm doing all this great. That's why it's time for us to buffet ourselves, to, bu to buck up, and to realize that if we don't run, if we can't do this with the footman, and I guarantee you, in the, in the uh, seven-year tribulation, you're not going to be able to stand. Why? Because the horsemen are coming. Uh, the, 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 the horsemen of the apocalypse, the, uh, all of these things are happening. God said what happened, it will happen. So I thank you for allowing me to come into your home. I thank you for having fun with me tonight. I thank you that you realize that these things are here, but you have a way of escape. You have a way out. And that way is Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him, if you've never confessed him as Lord, you know, you say, God, search my heart. Lord, uh, uh, I, I want you. I want you. I want you, Jesus, to be Lord of my life. 
to own my life, to not just give you my heart, not just to confess you, but it says, if I believe in my heart, I have to believe that Jesus is the only way, that Jesus is the only answer, that Jesus is my only healer, that Jesus is my only deliverer, that Jesus is the only way to the Father. And I believe that you came, you died for me. I believe that you got up so that I could get up. And you, cre you want to create in me a new person, a new being. And I accept you as my Lord. I accept you as my Savior. All you have to do is something of that nature. You don't have to use those very same words. But it's got to be something that you believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth. And when you do that, you give us a call. Our phone number is right there on the screen. 408-945-4439 uh, our email address is right there um, um, www.mteminc.org and, and let us know so that we can send you something so that we can talk to you so that we can help you on your uh, to disciple you and help you to walk we don't want you just to get saved and be like one of these babies thrown away we want you to, you know, uh, know that you have a family, knowing that you're not alone anymore, knowing that you have somebody that is willing to talk to you or wanting to talk to you, not just willing, and that there's a celebration for you. So I invite you to do that. I invite you to contact us. It doesn't matter what, what nation you're in, what city you're in, or any of those things. We are available for you. And I do this because I love people, period. So I'm about to say goodbye. If you uh, remember, you go to our website, www.mteminc.org, and you can push the donate button. And the donate button, button is for offerings at a, a more than mteminc.org. Not astounding love, but offerings at mteminc.org. And you can get into this. We'll pray over it. It's good soil. It does good things. We'll see you next week when we're here to answer offerings at MTEMINC. I said Inc. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, org. Yeah. So uh, you go on the website, it'll show you. But at uh, any rate, yeah, it's always Inc. That means we write it, you know. <laughs> so may the Lord bless you, which He does. The Lord keep you, the Lord make his face to shine upon you, and the Lord give you his shalom, which is his peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, right? Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me come into your home tonight. Bye-bye.